What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's Business Breakthrough, I sit down with Nick, and he's starting a fence company and wanting to kind of really dabble into the marketing side, the sales side, and kind of pass on the production. Uh, so really, it was just a matter of helping him uh, really narrow down his sales process in here, kind of figure out how he can separate himself from the competition, the challenge we all face. So even if you're not a fence contractor, the principles are the same. And I think you're really going to get something out of this one. So enjoy the business breakthrough. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Nick with Bellevue Fencing. Uh, he's starting up a Pretty much a fence insulation company for resident residential, you know, no no commercial, right? Uh, we we can. You will? Yeah, I guess we, we can do same. it. Yeah, it's, it's really it is. the same. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting because like with painting, totally different. Like if you do residential painting and commercial painting, it's like two worlds. But fencing, I gotcha. guess, would be the same. That's that's good to know. But the process is different when it comes to sales. So that's kind of, I guess, the majority of our focus today, right? Is on you kind of reached out. You said. Um, so you, you did some estimates. Tell me a little bit about your infrastructure. That's kind of what we'll start at. What's what's the infrastructure look like? Yeah, so uh, mostly internet marketing. So I set up a website, did all the SEO, um, did the GMB citations on the GMB, ranked the GMB, daily updates on the GMB as well. And it just started getting, you know, How many reviews? Uh, only two actually so far. Okay. But okay. I guess in, in my area, a lot of those companies are, very they're running their business like 1980s so yeah. a lot of the fencing companies they have you know a basic landing page that's about it yeah. um but within uh two months you know i'm getting like 10 calls almost a day or sometimes you know it varies sometimes there'll be like 10 calls a week sometimes it'll be like the phone's non-stop yeah because people um, are probably just going down the the listings of like who's going to answer you know yeah um you know and especially exactly. in fencing. um so that's okay, cool. So let's talk about fulfillment because when it comes to fulfillment, really, I like to say that fulfillment gives you confidence when it comes to sales. How confident are you in your fulfillment, your ability to actually deliver these results? Yeah, so I've built a fence before, but I, I'm not really wanting to go out there and build that. So I, I partnered up with a guy who did like a handyman service um, around, my, around my age as well. He's hungry. So what I what happens is the lead comes through and I'll send it to him and then he'll go out and quote it. And then he'll send me the information. I throw together an invoice and then we get it back to him like within 24 right. hours. Cool. So you did 10 estimates this way, right? Yep. Yep. Didn't convert any, right? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Still probably thinking yep. about it. I understand there's going to be a feedback loop, you know? Um, let me ask you this. Cause I'm always a little weary when people tell me that, you know, I'm just weary in a sense that I've tried this so I can be weary and know, uh, 
I came into the painting business with the mentality that I do the same thing. Okay. I'd create the online reputation. It'd be beautiful. What you're doing is spot on about what you should be doing all that. And, and what I actually do is I say, okay, I'll go sell the jobs and I'll subcontract them out. Okay. Sounds like you found a decent subcontractor. I don't really know too much about him, but I can see that it's someone, you know, when you trust, hopefully somebody that is hungry, holds himself to a high standard. He's going to do a good job. Okay. Sounds like you have all the pieces of the puzzle. Why aren't people converting? Okay. Have you sat in on his sales process before? That's my first question. Yep. So like I, I went out with them on probably six jobs, did the estimates with them. Um, it, it just seems like the fence stuff, people, the pipeline is very long. So you get them an invoice, they have to think about it and ask the neighbor, they have to check their HOA. So it's the, it's like what we do now, maybe next month we'll close just the, the pipeline is very long. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I understand that. And I think that you have to first understand why the pipeline is so long, because if you understand why the pipeline is so long, you can shorten it. Okay. Because if you actually come to me as a painting contractor, guess what? There's 60 some million shades of color, right? You yeah. really only deal with what four or five different fence types. Yeah. <laughs> so really when I, when I come up with a sales process, I'm trying to think of what's going to be the hurdle to actually stop them from saying no today, because essentially reality of the situation is we understand that when people reach out to you at this point in time, they're going through the channels. They want a good company. We know that. Okay. You guys are presenting yourself. Two of you guys, which probably young guys, very respectful, probably smell good going into a house, doing a nice presentation, you're not converting it, okay? We need to understand that right now, you have the leverage in that relationship because finding good help, as you ex exclaimed to me, is hard, okay, for them, okay? My question is, are you providing them a reason to buy? Let's start there. What is the reason for them to sign with you when you actually present that proposal? you have something off the top that you've been offering or is, or is it kind of open-ended when you leave? Is it, Hey, this is what we have to offer. Get back to us when you're ready. Yeah. It, it's, more, we're doing a little more passive. Yeah. Passive. yeah. Okay. I'm not an aggressive salesperson. I'm a strategic salesperson. I understand what their barriers are <laughs> as a painting contractor. I understand color is one of their biggest barriers, right? Right. You know, if I come to your house and you want those walls behind you painted, you're going to have to think about it because you don't know what color you're going to want, you know, and if it's the outside, then you know that the HOA is something that you're going to have to do. So how can you put yourself in a position to provide so much value in those regards to where those are no longer barriers? You know what the barriers are. So provide solutions for the barriers. That's what I'm getting at. So let's talk about the solution. First of all, narrow down the search of fence type. 80% of people are going to want a white vinyl fence, right? Yep bring a slab of it, <laughs> yeah. you know, bring a slab of it with you. Say, Hey, this is the fence. How do you like it? Oh, it's great. That's the fence that everyone in the neighborhood has. Perfect. That's out of the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's no longer about type. And guess what? Here's what we actually have for you. If you go decide to go with us, we have a pre-typed up letter for you with our letterhead on it. And it's a little package that you give to your HOA. It has pretty much all the information that they're going to need. It has a, it has a design of the fence we put in your address, we put in our insurance information, we make it so easy, all you got to do is drop it off at the office. 
right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Next. <laughs> Alleviating the hurdle of reaching out to the office manager that they probably tried to reach out to a month ago to fix something and they never heard back. So they're thinking they're never going to get to me. Even if you yeah. want to take it a step further, say, I'll actually go do it for you. We'll reach out to the HOA on your behalf and take care of it. And I think you should, if you're working in the office, the way that I know you are, you can put yourself light years ahead of the competition. Okay. What are the other fence guys doing? Yeah. Just let the HOA know. Yeah. Let, let us know what type of fence you want. Of course they're not converting, you know? So when I go to an estimate, a couple of things that I'm asking, and this is just in-home sales generally. First question, what is our motivation here? Why am I here? Hey, we have a dog that we want to get the, the, the fence for. Oh, really? That's great. What kind of dog do you have? Start opening up the conversation. Oh, it's awesome. You're going to love a new fence. And, you know, I know it's probably frustrating, you know, having to let him out and stand out there until he goes and, and, and warm up. You know, that's probably one of the most common reasons people want a fence is for the animal, right? Yeah, for kids or animals. It's, there's an animals. emotional attachment to it. Not We're not being manipulative. I'm not saying play on it. I'm just saying elaborate on it. Confirm, yeah. confirm that there's more of a need than a want. When there's a need, people are more inclined to move forward. When there's a want, there's more of a, okay, do I really want? You know, you understand? Okay, so on and so forth. So with that being said, the next step right there is to identify the barrier, okay? So we know what's going to stop them. We just hammered it out, brother. Type of fence, HOA. That's it. If those two things are already factored in, hey, do you know what type of fence you want? That's the next question. Okay, so the first question, what's the story? Number two, hey, do you know what type of fence style you want? Yeah, we want the you know six-foot vinyl white fence. Okay, is it higher than that? What is it, seven foot? Six, about six, oh. yeah. Six okay. is the most popular right, cool. so far. Yeah, so the most yeah. popular is six-foot vinyl white fence. 90% of your customers are going to want it. Okay, great. So with that being said, all right, now you have overcome the barrier of choice. All right. So now we're narrowing down reasons why people would not say yes to you. Because remember, it's not because they don't trust you. You come across very trustworthy already just by me meeting you. I'd hire you. Right. Just from this little conversation where I'm doing most of the talking. Okay? Right. We've identified that we know what style they want. Okay. Hey, do you have an HOA that you're going to have to get this approved for? Majority of your customers will. Yeah. Watch their face. Oh, Hey, no worries. We actually have a pre-done template. We will submit this for you so you don't even have to worry about it. We'll take care of it. How's that sound? Really? Everyone hates their HOA, bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm just trying to hammer that out is that there's your separator right there. I always look for a separator in any industry. That's it. For us in the painting industry, guess what it is? free color consultation. Hey, don't even worry about it. I'm actually going to pay a decorator to come over here with you for an hour and you, she'll figure it out. Oh, <laughs> you know, like really yeah. Dude, every time it's actually really funny. You'll see it. Okay. So when you put together that package, I would put together two packages. One should be one that you bring with you to the estimate. One should be just a paper format, a cover letter with your company logo on it, a proposal, a mock HOA letter. Okay. The type of fence on there. And you know, your insurance information on the back, four pages. Hey, this is like a pack. This is like a sample we bring just so you can see. We'll, we'll drop this off the HOA. We'll just put your information there. And then obviously you want to have one online, a template that you would email to the HOA. Say, we'll figure out everything. We don't want you doing anything. Yeah. Okay. Right then and there, bro, you're light years. Okay. Third, 
when do you want this project done? Oh, we would probably, you know, sooner than later. Okay. Everyone's on a wait for fences right now. So there's no reason you should be leaving without a deposit because ultimately yeah. you have to outline really the pain of waiting. Okay. So we know that your pricing is probably fair. It's probably within market value. Everyone understands that materials are going up. So long story short, you've got to be honest and say, listen, you place a deposit. Now I can guarantee you this price. Our pricing is 100% dependent on materials. The longer you wait, the materials could continue to rise. I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm just saying that to inform you. Okay. There's one avenue that you can take to encourage someone to move forward. Second avenue. You told me it's important that you want your dog to flourish in this yard. Right now, we're normally on a so-and-so wait time to actually get to you. Placing a deposit today of however much you want for that deposit will allow you to get on our schedule. So you have three questions. I'm trying to keep it simple. What's the story? Find out the motivation, make a friend and build the relationship with that person based on that motivation. Your kids, dog, you hate the neighbor, whatever. Number two, there's barriers involved to this interaction that would stop people from moving forward. I'm not saying everyone has the same issue, but the majority will. Choice and then, of course, permission alleviate the two and you can easily do that. We described how, and number three, when do you want the job done? Identify what's, where's the urgency? Oh, there's no rush. Well, then you have a different approach to take. Oh, well, the HOA or no, not the HOA, the, uh, my dog, Hey, we got to get your dog taken care of. You know, you're going to wait six to eight months if you, if you prolong this, you know, so identify the measurement, say, okay, we'll go do a measurement. You know, that's probably the next step, right? Yep. Go to do your measurement. Okay. Now what you should be doing is pricing the job on the spot, especially in the early stages of your business, capitalizing on emotion. Are you guys sending an email with the price? Yeah. Way too, you're way too young to be doing that. And I do that now I'm five years into my painting business. I get so many leads. My recommend, my, I, I do, we do so many estimates now and our reputation is so high. Boom. I just shoot them out. Okay. I'm five okay. years in. But let me tell you something. First two years of my business, every single proposal was done on, on the spot. Just like that. Capitalizing on emotion, understanding it's sales psychology. Okay. It's not much. You guys have cookie cutter pricing measurement times, whatever the, the factor is for it. So there's no reason why he should be leaving without presenting a price. You're missing out on a lot of conversion. Okay. No, so I threw a lot at you, man. What do you think about that stuff? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. right now it's like yeah it's like <clears throat> last week we had almost 100 grand in invoices but you know the biggest problem we're running into is we get a verbal confirmation of an estimate and then we drive out there and measure it and then we send them an invoice and then oh the price is too high um so some of that's going on as well what do you mean a verbal confirmation well based on the type of fence the length of the fence we'll kind of give them a ballpark figure Oh, don't ever do that again. Yeah. Don't okay. ever give it. Don't ever do that again over the phone. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't do that anymore. I mean, it's, it's one way to pre-qualify, but your greatest asset is you. If I come to your house, you know, right now, if I tell you a price over the phone, you're not making a judgment on the scenario based off of me. You're making the judgment of the scenario based on the price. Money's money. If I can tell you it's 10,000 or 12,000, you'll think it's too high. 
Okay. Right. Right. I didn't earn the right to win you over yet. Like you've got to know that in the back of your head. Like I didn't earn the right to ask for 10 grand. You've got to earn right. that right with anyone. Don't prejudge anyone on the phone. That's a big mistake. A lot of people do. There's some sales trainers out there that say pre-qualify everyone. You know, they, they're trying to take advantage of you. You're in the startup phase of your company. Every customer is a blessing and it's also a learning experience. So you should go to every estimate to get better for the next estimate. You should get better at pricing the jobs on the spot. So you learn how to close on the spot and you know what objections to say. Oh, well, this price is too high. May I ask, have you ever had a fence installed before? Oh, well, no, I haven't. Well, reason why the price is so high is because we provide you with an excellent experience. Let me go into a little more detail about that. You know, we're going to show up on time. That's important to you, right? You yep. said that the last, oh, you have had a fence experience before. How was it? Oh, it was all right. I mean, the guy smoked on the, on the property and, you know, oh, okay, well, hey, we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. We, we vet our team members. You know, you got to be able to hang in there and win yeah. customers over. You know what I'm saying? What you're Definitely. doing now is what a, what a, what a million dollar fence company does, you know? Makes sense. So Makes those sense. are just, those are so, those are some tips. Do you have any questions on any of that, man? No, not really. I came a long way when I first sent the leads over to this guy, he was giving them an invoice with the, the full price breakdown of equipment and materials <laughs> and, and then his labor costs. And they're just probably taking and going to a competitor, a bigger company yeah. and saying, look at right. these guys charging. Yeah. So you, so one thing that I want to say is this, okay. If I invite three fence companies over, okay. You guys are providing the same product, right? Yep. So if all the customer recognizes is that you're providing the same product, then it would be actually ludicrous for them to go with a higher bid because there's no, that's just wasting money. Same. Yeah. Everyone came over. Everyone didn't look like they were on drugs. They're providing the same product. What, and ask yourself internally out of those 10 bids, what the heck did you guys do that was any different than anyone else? How much more value did you offer? I gave you two value ads just now, but I'm sure there's more you can think of. Hey, just so you know, we do a free maintenance twice a year. We'll actually come and we'll power clean your fence for you. Yeah. Just so you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, how creative can you be to really put yourself light years ahead of the competition? Definitely. You know? Just Plus upselling too, like um, he, he does a lot of other stuff, pressure washing, you know, whatever, staining. I mean, Perfect. we could just throw those emails into a CRM too or, and messaging them out every quarter. You yeah. Know? I mean, I think that, you know, I would definitely niche down. I know that he probably does a bunch of things. Anyone can get perfect yeah. at what you're doing. You know, um, I'm just saying that like, again, three, if I invite three fence companies over, you're a nice guy, but if you're not offering me value that allows me to justify paying you more than anyone else, and it could be your sales process. It could be how nice you are on the phone. It could be how excited you are to hear about my new dog. People in the residential industry buy off of emotion commercial industry they're looking at budgets residential industry yeah. they're buying off of emotion therefore it gives you flexibility when it comes to filling that gap of what their expectation is and what they think is a high price to what your price is helping them understand the difference by utilizing 
value. That's the only way to do it. So I hope that helps, man. I know it's a lot. Yeah, definitely. Maybe it gives yeah, you some food definitely. for thought going forward. I'd love to connect with you again in, in, in a month or so, or if you want to chat again about your progress. Um, did you have any yeah, other questions? Sure. I mean, do you think some of the stuff you can apply? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm not in the fencing industry, bro, but <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the principles are kind of the same, you know? Yeah, definitely. The biggest issue we're running into also is we'll go out there and there'll be three other companies there also doing an estimate um, that seems to be happening. Wait, wait it yeah. out, sit in the car and be the last one. I've done that. I just, I just said, no problem. Don't get mad. Just, I just sat in the car and somebody else tried to do it with me. Once I sat there for 45 minutes, he left. That's how committed I was because I yeah. knew that, and that was me just being hungry early on in my business. Like I know every opportunity I had to take it full advantage. Now, if that happens it's a little bit different, I'll just, you know, scope it, send the email. But again, you're growing a company. So like, you know, if that ever happens again, which in fencing, it probably happens more often than painting, uh, you know, just go there and uh, just be last. Cause you need that one-on-one -on -one time to build a value. Yeah. Makes nothing sense. worse than giving an estimate with another contractor there. No. It's the worst, dude. Yeah, especially you just gotta you know, bring your headphones, like a, bro, and just just hang out in the car. <laughs> yeah. uh, especially an established company, you know. I think the next step is to get like shirts and hats and you know all that that stuff. Um, I would, you well. know, you being an SEO guy, you need to get more reviews, and I don't think you need to do work to do them. I think that you just need to get what we call character reviews. So, you yeah. know, you know, I mean, just send a link to close friends relatives to just talk about your character as a business owner. Um, and, and you know, that that'll work. Don't be ingenuine. Just get character reviews Two two reviews is just super weak on Google. Yeah, for sure. You know, at first glance. So, you know, try to get that to 10 as quickly as possible. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just, just some thoughts, man, but thank you, man. And, uh, yep. I'm here, I'm here to help. If you have any other questions, you know, I think you got a good thing and, uh, it's a tricky business, but I think once you build that reputation, game over, man. Yard signs are huge in that yeah. business, by the way. Yeah, for sure. I've already... One's like stuck in my head, man. There's this company like, dude, I can't get them out of my head. If I ever needed a fence, honestly, like just because of the yard signs I see everywhere, a fence is put up by them. I'm calling them. So <laughs> definitely. And the, and those plaques too, that you can put on the outside. Yeah. The plaques, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. The plaques. So, you know, those things obviously are more of a passive marketing approach obviously organically, but you're, you know, right now you got to go all in and, and just getting that momentum up. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Thank you for all your right. time. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, brother. See you Bye. later. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the contractor secrets podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.